wherever you are, welcome to another episode of What's Up Power. My name is Justin Wagner with Team ODZ here bringing you another episode. We have a group ride getting started on Zwift. You can see over here on the side, we've got just over a minute left in the pen. We've got folks warming up. We're going to have a nice spin together at uh, 1.5 to 1.8. Watts per kilogram while we watch the live broadcast and uh, the informational ride, not a race. And we're going to be having a good discussion today about uh, training loads, training blocks, and how we can tell maybe if they're just too much for us or if it's the right amount or you know, too cooked by it, too not, not cooked enough. We talk all about that. We're going to use the tour of Sufferlandria as a use case example to talk through um, the specifics of that. We've got a great post from Dennis Cutro. He was here just recently on the show and he did a blog post uh, diving into these numbers. And so we're gonna use that as a basis for today's discussion. So I'm going to switch to watching the Facebook feed on my phone here so I can see any comments come through. Uh, get the group right started and all that jazz and then we'll switch to the presentation so 20 seconds out from the group ride starting welcome everyone on the live stream lots of good viewers got the live ride starting let me this rolling hey okay. you I'll lock in here, see, group up on me. Okay, switch to slides up. So just a reminder, if you want to, uh, if you're watching this after the fact, you want to maybe um, ask some questions, or join the discussion, we've got a forum, discuss.endurancelab.fit, where we have lots of great discussions on these topics. After the fact, maybe you got a little more in-depth question that you can't really get across in the live stream. It's a great place to, to go join us. And so today we'll be broken down into 15 minutes of presentation, followed by 15 minutes of questions and answers. So we can um, interact with question and answer session. You can drop your questions in the Facebook live feed. That's the easiest place for me to get them. Uh, if you try to send them in the game, it's highly likely that I will miss them and not see them. Um, uh, you can also send them in the, the Discord. You can ask them, uh, you can talk, say them to me, or also you could uh, send them in the Discord uh, text chat as well. So what is today's topic? Well, today we're going to be talking about the Tour of Sufferlandria. Will it make me uncooked or crispy? A training block use case analysis. So. What is the Tour of Sufferlandria? We'll talk a little bit about this. I'm going to give a shout out to Dennis Cutro, who's watching the live stream today. His, uh, this content is based on his blog post. He did a great analysis of whether or not the Tour of Sufferlandria would be too much, maybe perhaps too little training. And we're going to kind of uh, dig into what that means from the numbers and some charts and graphs help you have a good understanding of how this all plays out. So 
move along here. So <laughs> the question is, how much training is too much for me? Am I going to come out of a training block looking like the piece of toast on the far right or on the far left? Right? We're going to come out burnt to a crisp and like not wanting to ever ride our bike again? Or maybe are we going to be like, okay, well, so that was cool, but I don't feel very fit, right? So how do we determine ahead of time where we are going to fall? And so that's what is all about. So I guess the first question somebody's going to ask is, whoa, 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 hey, on, hold on. I thought these workouts, weren't they like scaled? to my FTP, so scaled to my fitness level, and we'll say, okay, good, good question. And for a single workout, yes, the workout targets will be scaled to your specific threshold power. Now, what that does not cover is when we start talking, talking about multiple workouts over a span of time, a week, month, you're starting to stack more and more on top of each other. Um, those are not going to be scaled to your fitness level. So it will be, let's differentiate here between threshold power and fitness level. They are actually uh, two different things we're talking about here. Uh, and when we talk about a workout, yeah, you want to scale that to your threshold power as well as there may be some adaptations in a single workout that may make it a little bit longer or shorter. You may pick a longer version or shorter version, depending on your fitness level. Um, same with you may be putting more or less workouts in a week, depending on your fitness level and where you're trying to go. So, um, so that's, that's that quick discussion. So what are the, what are the, basically this analysis is going to boil down to, to two questions okay we need to know a how fit am i i'm not talking about ftp and how big is the training block so to answer this question of is this training block too much for me is what you need to understand fitness we're going to talk the term uh training peaks term ctl or chronic training load and how big the training block is measured in Training and stress score, training points, stress points, there's lots of different names. Training Peak's name is TSS. So if you don't know what these are, uh, I'm going to refer you to a couple past episodes where we dive in detail about them. So TSS, what's up with Power 52? And CTL, what's up with Power 51? You can probably Google those just like that. They should come up on YouTube, hopefully. Um, or you can also head to our forum. We've got the it there. We've got our website with archives. So those will give you a, a description of TSS, CTL. Maybe you want a quick refresher on those. Okay. So so let's. All right. So we talked about we're talking about the tour of Sufferlandra. Some of us here may not really understand what that is. So give a brief introduction of what that is well as kind of show up by the numbers. So um, there is a, some really great workout videos put together by um, a company called the Sufferfest. 
uh, put together by Dave McQuillan that are really awesome uh, videos that have got workouts time to them with really challenging uh, targets and uh, really, really motivating race footage from lots of pro races. So they're, uh, they're quite, quite entertaining to watch, quite entertaining to do and be involved in, actually. And they have an annual event they call the Tour Sufferlandria, a non-UCI-sanctioned nine-day stage race because they were, um, they claim, because it was uh, inhumane and brutal to society. That's why they didn't get UCI sanctioning. <laughs> they've got a lot of great uh, tidbits and like that. So they've got nine days of workouts that they schedule out for this tour. And uh, if you can complete them all, you've completed the tour of Sufferlandria. Uh, if not, you haven't. But it's a, it's a rather uh, challenging week, or nine days, I should say, for pretty much anyone. So here are the numbers. You've got um, the first day, 146 TSS in hour and 48 minutes. So intensity of 0.9. Okay, day two, 173 TSS. Just over two hours. Intensity of 0.9. You may be looking at these and looking at the duration and thinking, man, I, I do more than that all the time. Well, what you're probably not paying attention to is that intensity factor. Give me a sec to get people to regroup here. Group on me, and I should probably back down to the target that I'm supposed to be holding. So those intensity factors are, are very, very high. Uh, you know, two hours at 0.91 intensity, it's, it's brutal. So... You've got, okay, day three backs off a little bit, only down to 46 TSS, 73 for the next day, 92, 55, 76. And then we finish off again with another two hard days at the end with 162 TSS on the second to last day and a brutal three-hour long 223 TSS final stage, okay? So we're talking 13 hours of training over nine days, 1,046 TSS, that all comes out to an intensity, average intensity for the nine days of 0.89. That's brutal. So, okay, how brutal, though, is the question. And to, to answer that, so here we've defined how big the training block is. Okay, this is the input. This is what we're going to be applying to each person. Okay, this is the training load that's coming at them. And we're going to... Um, we are going to start looking at a few different starting um, CTL or fitness values and see what this training block would feel like or be to them. Okay, so these two on the screen, talk through this a little bit. We've got starting CTL or fitness of 30 and a starting CTL or fitness of 50. And as you go down each row, this is each stage, so we're applying this much TSS to a person of this CTL, and we're watching how the fitness changes and how the form changes. As expected, your form is going to start to go down, right? What happens is you apply training load. And uh, at the very end, we'll look at the, I believe that ramp rate is scaled um, to the week. 
So seven-day ramp rate. So if you go in with a CTL of 30, for the nine days you'll sustain an average weekly uh, ramp rate of 13.2. Okay, so you went from 30 to 47, so 17-point increase over the nine days. That is a brutal ramp rate, okay? For, uh, for maybe um, a good rule of thumb, your generally accepted ramp rate for a really substantial week of training, somewhere between a five and seven ramp rate, okay? That's kind of a generally accepted number you could kind of sustain for a couple weeks and then back off and recover. So 13 is almost double the maximum recommended there. So you are going to be feeling quite burnt if you go into the tour with a CTL 30. I don't think it's going to kill you. You're not going to die. You know, you'll recover, but you'll be in pain for sure. Um, maybe, maybe having difficulties completing the tour. Okay, CTL of 50, same thing. Come out with a ramp rate of 10. It's okay. So what are we starting to see here? As I have more fitness, the same training load actually, um, I don't want to say has less of an effect on my body, but that's essentially what we're getting at is that you've got more fitness built up. It's going to take a bigger training load to push you up. Okay, that's what ramp rate is telling us. Ramp rate is telling us how much your fitness is going up. So same input, same training load, but now we're more fit when we start, and we've only ramped up 10 points per week instead of 13. Okay, so that means it should be more manageable. 10 is still outside the generally recommended range for multiple weeks, but probably won't be feeling as bad as this person. Okay, keep going up. CTL of 65 going into the tour. Ramp rate goes down to 7.9. Okay, and going with the CTL of 80, that's only 5.6. That's right smack dab in your normal training block range. And it's not completely uncommon to have a fitness of 80 CTL. In fact, uh, many, many triathletes are way over this. Um, maybe not just bike alone, but all three workouts for sure. And uh, I think there's definitely, there's a great post uh, from Training Peaks that talks about, hey, what's kind of the CTL I should have, or what's a general CTL for people to peak fitness in different categories, okay? Uh, don't have that offhand. Maybe one of the guys watching the live stream can find that and post it in the comments. But that's a great uh, resource to kind of understand, hey, I'm going to be cat three this year. Where, what's, where should I be, or kind of what's the average, you know? So, but by no means does it mean if you get to this fitness level, you will be performing at that level, and you will upgrade to that level. That's not what it means. It's more like people who are at that level, statistically, where do they kind of fall? So there's a couple ways to look at that and understand that. So, okay, so the verdict between the four levels, if you start with a CTL of 30, you are certifiably insane. Ouch. <laughs> you are going to be in the hurt box. Absolutely. 50, certainly brutal. You start with a CTL of 65. 
It is a big training week. You will feel the stress, but it'll be a good one for you. And CTL of 80, this really just boils down to a almost a normal building uh, training week. Although, albeit with very high intensity, okay? So we kind of just, you know, you could, you could crank down the intensity and do this much CTL, this much TSS in a week um, with just pure volume, you know, and, and it would not be as difficult, I'm going to say, to complete. Whereas this one with such a high intensity, it, you know, ha it puts you into a place where you seriously consider dropping a workout or just quitting because it is, um, you're doing VO2 max efforts on the last day, right? And this, after nine days in the middle of a three hour workout. So definitely that stuff. So let's look at this graphically, the four different people. So we're gonna say the four different people came in rested and recovered. Their training and stress balance was zero at the start. And we're gonna progress over the nine days of the tour. So this chart, as you go uh, left to right, you see their um, training and stress balance change. And so you see at day nine there where everyone kind of hits their, their all-time low after the last workout. And then we model zero training load, okay? They went straight from Suffer Landria to Couch Landria. Right on the couch, didn't do anything. If you don't do anything, how long is it going to take you to get back to your rested state? Although you should have um, more fitness when you're all done here. It doesn't mean you're going to go right back to where you came from. It means you'll be back to the same rested state, but with more fitness when you get back there. Excuse me. Drink some water. So... If you came in with the CTL of 80, two days, okay? You just take two days off, boom, you're right back up to zero. 50, it's now gonna take you three days. 65, it's pushing out to four days. And if you start with a CTL of 30 and somehow manage to push yourself down to minus 55 TSS doing the whole thing, it's gonna take you six days, okay? You're gonna be feeling that puppy for a while. And you can see, this is why bigger training loads, it takes, as you get more and more fit, it takes bigger and bigger training loads to push you to the next level because not only um, is your ability to complete the workouts better, but your ability to recover. And that's shown here is, um, you know, you can, these guys are recovering faster, okay? They didn't go as deep in the hole and uh, the recovery rate faster. You can kind of see the slope of those lines and, uh, there is a difference there. Okay. All right, so all this is fine and dandy. Now let's say I want to do the tour of Sufferlandria, and I want to prepare for it. Okay, so let's see what it would take us to get to a CTL of 70. I think that was um, right in there between 65 and, and 80. If we're going to prepare for tour suffer landry and be ready to have a good training block out of it and not get pushed too far into the hole here this is a snapshot from the um beretta website and i apologize i did not get the logo there on the screen 
Dennis is going to be upset with me. <laughs> that I wouldn't. I didn't do it. Anyways, uh, this is from Beretta. In fact, let me add that right now. Excuse me. Uh, we're going to keep going. So, what happens? So, you're going to need about, you say they've got 12 weeks of buildup. And here, they've got a mesocycle, which is four weeks long. So, you kind of do, this red represents your TSS needs those weeks. So, um, you go red, 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 uh, less red. So, you're kind of building up and down. You can see um, this number, I think, represents the average TSS across those four weeks. And you see that's increasing. That has to increase to keep this ramp rate of average ramp rate over the four weeks of 3.0. So once you figure in, you know, you'll be pushing it five-ish, five to six for these weeks, and you'll be actually be coming down a little bit on this fourth week. So an average, come out to three. So 12 weeks, this means this person's starting back in November. Okay, well, let's say uh, maybe that's, maybe that's, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty aggressive stance there. Let's back up a little bit. Let's give ourselves an average ramp rate of 1.5. So now we're looking at starting mid-October, okay? Not quite as an aggressive of a ramp rate, okay? Build up, build up, build up. And finally here we'll hit the sort of sufferlandria on this days, okay? You can see how as I give myself more time, I can build up to the fitness level with um, a little bit more calm and ease and not over, not revving up the engine so hard where I push myself into over uh, overtraining. Uh, thanks, Dennis, for the comment. Uh, all right, so let's say we're now in this case we're going to ramp at 1.5, but we've forgotten something important. Santa Claus is coming to town right in... Uh, Right in the middle of the training block, Santa's like, hey, I don't care about Sufferlandra. You'd be getting presents, and you're going to be visiting family, and you're be eating a lot. So, um, so let's model that in our training. And this is one of the cool things that Rita does for you. Beretta, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Dennis is going to slap my hand. Uh, so here we've said, look, we're going to put a decreased training block right here around the holidays, two weeks down, where we're just going to get in very minimal training. And uh, so what does this do to us? Okay, it modeled that for us, and now it pushed us back more towards the beginning of October. And we can see um, our ramp changed a little bit. We lose some fitness for the holidays, but we're not back to ground zero, and we can start off again and get ourselves up to where we need. Okay. Okay, so... Let's say, wow, I had to start training beginning of October for the tour of Sufferlandry in March. Yeah, well, so let's move it back to say we've got the holidays thrown in there, but now we wanna, we're gonna ramp a little bit harder, okay? Go back to the original case where average ramp over four weeks is three, which kind of means you're pushing five to seven on the three weeks build and you're actually losing some the fourth week. So now you're looking at starting beginning of November, but you can see here 
as you procrastinate to get to the same level, it's going to cost you more and more pain to get there on time. Okay? Interesting analysis. And so, cool thing about Beretta, you can totally play with this, put in your own extra holiday, harder week, whatever, and, and just stick with the target of, hey, I want to be ready for the tour of Suffolandria at 70 CTL. That's kind of recommended. And you play in how much time, intensity you have to train, it'll tell you this is what you need to do to get there. And it's a very interactive kind of deal. So, in summary, what did we learn? Okay, a single workout is certainly tailored or scaled to your threshold. But workout plans that are incorporating multiple workouts over a space of time may not match your given fitness level. It may be too much training for you. And this is something uh, everyone who started shopping for a training plan begins to understand. Maybe not in these terms, um, but you begin to realize that FTP is definitely different than your fitness level. They are different things. So what do we need to do? We need to look at both the training load of the training block as well as your fitness level, determine if any given training is appropriate. And this is what coaches do, okay? If you are, uh, you are in the market for a training plan or you're going to um, have a coach build a customized plan for you, this is the process they're going through, okay? There's no secret magic here, but it takes quite a bit of understanding. This is why they'll ask you all sorts of questions around your previous activity levels so they can get so they can figure out what fitness level you're out and how much training load they should be giving you. And uh, last but not least, you're going to want to peak at a proper time, be ready for a certain amount of training load. You got to plan ahead, right? There's lots of great tools doing that, including Beretta. You know, I don't get paid for pushing Beretta. I just, as a tool that I've uh, started using, I enjoy it. Uh, I actually did uh, subscribe to them. I did I have used it enough that I felt it was worth it for me. Um, so check it out if that's something you are interested in. <laughs> it definitely helps with the planning process. And uh, so now we are going to switch to questions and answers. We've got about five or so minutes left here. And uh, so if you've got questions you want answered, maybe tell us how you came into the tour of Suffolandria, what your CTL was, how you felt. Some interesting comparison points there. So we've got a couple minutes. I'm going to take a drink of water as you guys type in our questions. I was talking a lot. Wet that whistle. <laughs> So, also remind you, there's the forum. If you're watching the replay, got questions, go ahead and ask them on the forum. Discuss.endurancelab.fit. You can also send us an email at wuwp at tmodz.com. Uh, oh, Dennis asks... What CTL did I start with 
And how did I feel afterwards? Okay. So, uh, I believe I went into the tour of Sufferlandria with a CTL of 89 and a training, training and stress balance of minus 13. So, I was a little bit fatigued going into it. Um, I actually added more training on top of the tour of Sufferlandria during that week. Um, specifically, some endurance riding, added in an extra race, as well as an outdoor ride on that Saturday. I think in total, uh, just the, seven, the last seven days alone was 1,100 TSS plus first two days. So I was close in the nine days to, well, let's see, close to 1,400 TSS across the nine days. I hit a TSB of minus 60 the day after on that Sunday, and I was spent, most certainly. Um, definitely not ready to ride that Sunday. And I also took that Monday off. Uh, so I took two days off, and uh, I just started riding yesterday. So it was two days after. I can say I was, uh, I feel like it was a start to Superman week because definitely felt a bump in the fitness. There was a race in Zwift. I uh, definitely performed well up Box Hill. Probably one of my best performances. And just it, the, all cylinders were firing. So, does it work? Yes. You know, starting, I started with a bit higher CTL, so I added some more training in there. Uh, you know, the whole tour was 1,000 TSS for nine days, and I ended up with the last uh, seven days having 1,000 TSS. So, so it did bump that up a bit. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, Definitely, definitely feel good. And I feel like, you know, the training worked for me. It's something I enjoy, and, and the videos are, um, are super entertaining, to say the least. They are not as interactive as racing on Zwift. There is that point. But uh, I feel like there's definitely room. Both have a place. So, uh, thank you for the question, Dennis. Glad to have you watching. Hopefully, I didn't butcher your content too much. We'll, uh, there's a link to his original article. Got some, uh, if you wanted to maybe read through the text, he's got some really good textual descriptions of all those charts and kind of the process we talked through. He approached it maybe slightly differently than I would, but kind of good to read. So, see that link in the description for today's video if you want to check that out. Um, we've got just over 30 seconds to go. I want to thank everyone for coming to the live stream. Really appreciate you coming. Uh, you know, this is all about you, helping you learn about power-based training so you can take your training to the next level. So let us know if you're liking it. Let us know what content you'd like to have us present on. It's for you. That's the whole purpose of the show. And uh, we're glad to do it. Glad to have you here. And uh, with that, I'm going to sign off and say 
Thank you for joining us. We'll be here again next week. Actually, no, I take that back. Uh, we will actually have a bye week next week. Um, I'm going to be visiting some more, visiting some areas that aren't currently snowing and getting four inches of snow overnight. Get some good training in. So I'm kind of away from my normal streaming and writing setup on Zwift. So we're going to actually take a week off next week. So keep that in mind. But we'll be back the week after for more great content. And uh, if you like the channel, hit like, hit subscribe, follow us. Thank you so much. Tell your friends about it. We will hope you have a wonderful day.